guys, what's up? Welcome. This is the first episode of Serving It Up podcast where I get to know individuals through the three pillars of eat good, look good, and live great. Now, today's guest goes by the name Rough Diesel. He's joined the Army at 17. He's now the, a United States Air Force vet. He's the youngest person to turn IFBB Pro at the age of 21. Four-time IFBB Pro wins. He's the top five classic physique athlete in the world, placing second at the most recent Arnold Classic. And he's, although born in the small town of Beatrice in Alabama, he is now known all over the world. He's an IFBB Pro, three-time Olympian, and someone that I'm happy to call my friend, the homie, Terrence Ruffin. What's up, my man? <laughs> hey, what's up, man? That was a lot of research right there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's yeah, how you doing, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. No complaints. Just enjoying uh, the Florida weather. Florida weather. Florida weather. Hope you're safe. As we were talking, yeah, everything's good. Safe. Kind of crazy over there. I haven't seen any craziness, but yeah, I guess, I guess so. Right. Uh, but no, everything's good here. Yeah, I just, I just go. Looks uh, like my life hasn't changed much. It's just a little bit more boring. Like. That one time a month where I would go out into the world and, and have some fun, I just can't have that one day anymore. I guess. But you go out often, or like? No, uh, not too often, but uh, yeah, I go. I, you know, every now and again, I like to go out and do something. And uh, now I just kind of sitting around. I the most I can do right now is maybe go to the pool in my car, apartment complex or. You swim? I can. I don't swim often, but yeah, I can swim. True, true. When I was a kid, I was going to be a, a lifeguard, but I moved to like the middle of nowhere. And uh, yeah, there were no pools anymore. Uh, All right, I feel you. All right, so let's get this guy going. So when I reached out to you, I asked you to choose either a food or drink that we're going to have onto this podcast. All right, so Ruff, what do you got for us? What'd you choose? I have. Uh, this Swedish um, hard cider, uh, Rick Kordelig. I think that's how you pronounce it. Kordelig, right? Yeah. So um, this is imported directly from Sweden. Um, 4.5% alcohol, so not very high. Okay. And um, yeah, yeah, 110 calories, so that's a plus. And yeah, I usually drink like normal, like uh, Angry Orchard or something, but I wanted to be fancy because I'm on TV. Or, or YouTube, so I was like, oh, this is this looks pretty cool. All right, so so you got that, and I'm going to do the exact same. So whatever you got, I tried to get. So I got Brickwork Cider House. So this one's from Toronto. Um, when you come back to Toronto, I'll show you around. Um, they're like a local guy. Well, it's a semi-sweet craft. And I, told, I asked you to choose a food or a drink because there's this saying from a French lawyer. His name is Brilliant Savant. Um, I heard this first quote when it was through Iron Chef, like the old school Iron Chef. So it was, tell me what you eat and I'll tell you what, who you are. So for you cool. to choose that cider and a cider, it says that, you know, you, you, you're a little fancy. You're a little fancy. <laughs> I didn't know ciders were fancy. You're a little fancy. You like something different, a little light, a little fresh. You're not yeah. super crazy like an ale kind of guy. You could have chosen something else. But anyways, let's open this guy up and we'll cheers to you on that one. Right. Oh, this is good. I like ciders. Yeah. I'm a big cider dude. Are you a big, like, good. is it good? Yeah, I like it. Dude, I think I, I would have liked yours a lot, too. Like, I'm a big fruity kind of drink kind of dude. Like, juicy kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is good. I like it. Yeah? How much was that? It was about 10 bucks. Okay. Uh, not too bad. I was like, I was looking for, I was, yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't too expensive at all, actually. Yeah. Nice. All right. So right from there, I wanted to quickly ask you is, are you a drinker? Are you a big drinker? Even like if you're obviously for, you, we both compete. And so like, do you drink often or? No, I don't. I don't. Um, not very often. I only drink, drink on special occasions or so really maybe. Not often at all, man. <laughs> yeah. Not often at all. I'll see maybe once a month at tops, you know. Uh -huh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like a beer guy, hard liquor, a wine. So if I'm not drinking like something like this, uh, I do I do drink hard liquor. I'm not a big fan of beer, uh, but yeah, I definitely I like rum. That's probably my favorite, and and uh, vodka, rum and vodka, probably my two favorites. So. Dope, sick, cool. All right, dude. So let's get right into sort of the eat good part of uh, serving it up. So first things first is, since I've known you, you're pretty good with food. You like food a lot, so. Are you a foodie? Do you consider yourself a foodie? Yeah, I think I would. I'm, I mean, um, anytime I go to like compete somewhere new, like a month before I get there, I'm like looking up places online. I like to look uh, at Food Network. They have like this, you can look up stuff that's been on TV, on like the different TV channels and stuff, like uh, like Diners, Drivers, and Dives, or Man versus Food. You can look all this type of stuff up. It's pretty cool. Here, so all that. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So speaking about that, do you watch Food Network more or like food channels more than any other sort of guest television shows or? No, no, no. Um, I watch it every now and again, but definitely not more than uh, other stuff yet. Mm -hmm. Can you cook now? That's the next thing. Do you consider yourself a cook? I, <laughs> I would give my, so like I would, my rating for cooking skills, I would probably give myself uh, maybe a six and a half to seven. That's pretty high. Yeah. I mean, it's better, I'm better than average. Like I see some of these bodybuilders and stuff and I see what they cook and I'm like, I can do it. I'd do better than that. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not shelf level or anything, but now nah, I'm pretty good. I would say. Do you have like um, what kind of knives do you have? Do you have like a set of knives? Or are you are you going? For I, I have a set of knives. I don't know the name of them. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I have I have a set of knives. Because like you know how we talk about bodybuilders and like sometimes you'll see bodybuilders and like on their IGs or YouTube or whatever they're meal prepping and they'll pull out those like ceramic colorful knives or like no. Like, I like, got a fancy one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got a little bit of yeah. They're they're nice, a nice uh, wood. I'm looking at them right now. They're like I don't know what kind of wood, but there's some type of wood base, and it still is pretty nice. nice. Plus, with like a sharpener and everything. Yeah, you're, you're decent. So you're you know that aligns with your six six point five seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. So the next thing is I've got to ask you is. People ask me all the time, like, what's your favorite thing to eat? So I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite thing to eat? Oh, man. I don't have a favorite thing, man. Like, I think of people I always say that, and I'm, never, I'm like, I like certain things at certain times. I will say that, like, when I do get in the mood to, you know, eating something that I like, I will eat it for a very long time until I'm tired of it. And then I don't know. Like the next thing. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes that happens because like especially with my family and stuff we'll like one thing mm -hmm. and then it'll be like we're eating after the next week two weeks three weeks and then finally like okay we don't want it anymore and then like, yeah. like months on out yeah man so I, that's definitely me like for a while i had got really into different types of cereal and uh <laughs> yeah i had every single different kind i had cereals from korea cereals from all over and uh, literally just in like the past like two months, I'm like, man, I don't really, really want this anymore, you know? So like, I literally just got one, one, uh, one box left. And I usually like on my fridge, if someone looks at like some of my old Instagram or YouTube uh, videos, I, I think I used to have about 10 different cereals on my fridge at any time. We'll, we'll get into that, we'll get into that. So I got yeah. you on that one. So yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> Sorry, so next thing I'm gonna ask you is, at the current moment, well, with quarantine and stuff, but what's the best thing you've eaten recently? Oh, man. Well, yeah, we've been on quarantine so long. Oh, my goodness. I mean, nothing too, nothing really. Um, I think, honestly, man, the last time I've really, really been out was when I was up in Toronto with you at the restaurant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was right before the, everything kind of got locked down. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you had a burger, right? I believe you had a you had that one had a, with my friend. At, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that yeah. that feels pretty good for me. 
that, so that was yeah, that was the last that was the last good thing I had, I think. Yeah. I mean I've had food, <laughs> but nothing like a restaurant quality since then really. Got you. All right. So the next thing I'm gonna ask you is real quick is is there something like a recipe or cuisine that you want to learn how to cook? Like you're like, I've always wanted to learn how to do that. I don't know about wanting to cook. I guess I would just to try it, but I do want to have one of those Japanese uh, fluffy pancakes. Uh, Dude, I have yeah, one. Yeah. I'll send you that. I'll send you that right after this. <laughs> I've seen videos. I just never took the time to make it. Dude, if you're um, it's pretty cool. This is easy for you to make. <laughs> but yeah, I like those. I was supposed to have them last time I was in Korea. Um, but I don't know what happened. I just, I got busy or something. I didn't have a chance to, to go find a restaurant with it um, because it was like in a different district of the, uh, of uh, Seoul that I was in. I just, and I just yeah. forgot. Okay. But yeah. All right. So now you brought it up earlier, so we're going to bring it up. I was going to bring it up anyways. But uh, <laughs> for those that don't know, you, you've got another nickname. You know, people call you Rough Diesel. I call you Rough. Some people call you Terrence, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But people call you Serial Killer. C-E-R-E-A-L. Like, they don't know that you love cereal, and you sort of talked about that. Um, Want to sort of go, is that, like, your favorite, like, snack food, or, like, what's, what's the deal with cereal? So, yeah, I would have that just after my workouts. That would be my, that my meal I would have. It's a good time to have it. For the that food. before uh, Matt, before MP? Yeah, yeah, Matt. Matt had put it in my plan. And so I, I've, I eat cereal pretty much every day for almost uh maybe a year and a half two years mm. so yeah i just kind of yeah eventually you kind of get tired of tired of it i mean like i pretty much had every kind of cereal i could find um every variation oreos um vanilla oreo cereal eggo cereal blueberry eggo the big recent posts that are like that that yeah. big you're from the states, so you get like some insane ones. But we'll that's the thing too, yeah. Up where you at, yeah. There's definitely not nearly as many options, yeah. When you come back, we'll get some like the Timbits. You know, you know Tim Hortons. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah, we'll crash. Yeah. But quick, quick is um, quick shout out, Matt Porter, rest in peace. I so that's how I sort of met you. Was aside from social, was Matt Porter. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really cool. That was dope. But all right, we're gonna get into the next thing. So this is the. This is part of the last sort of part of Eat Good here, where I call it in the weeds. So in restaurant lingo, I don't know if you've heard, but when you're a chef or you're a cook or in the sh and you're in the weeds, it's me it means like you're in the shits. Like you're in the, you're rushed, you're slammed, all the orders and pickups are all coming in. So I'm actually going to throw you sort of like a couple quick questions and you've got to answer them in like a couple seconds. Cool? Oh, all right. All right. All right. Yeah. Ready for this? All right. No, but okay. All right, I'm gonna take a quick little sip. Okay, Shake Shack or In and Out? Shake Shack. In and Out sucks. <laughs> I'm a big Shake Shack fan. All right, pizza or burgers? Burgers. Ooh. Chips or cookies? Cookies. Muffins or cakes? Oh, um, cake. Ooh. Fries or ice cream? Ice cream. No, yeah. Order yeah. stuff. That's it. That's a pretty good meal, though. That was tough. You only can all those items. That is tough. Yeah, I guess burgers. So I got a burger with some ice cream. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Burgers, the ice cake. cream, cookies, and yeah, cake. Oh, all right. goodness. Cool. I definitely got a sweet tooth. Yeah, you're your sweet tooth guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just by the choices. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I will, I only, I'm not a sweet tooth dude. But if I get like a taste of it, then I'm like addicted. Not addicted, but I'll go for more. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. So that was all right. Let's go right into like the look good part. So a lot of people, this is what most people know you about, right? They know you for being Mr. You know, Mr. Aesthetics, Mr. Rough Diesel. So we'll get into this because this is something that I think a lot of people would like to hear. So you are let's preface one of the most aesthetic physiques right now on the circuit, if not through a couple, several errors. And honestly, for me, it's like no bias, but you're, you're like one of my favorite physiques. And I like it cause also 
we're very similar in regards to structure, meaning height, height and sort of age. Um, but okay. I don't know, how, how old are you, Terrence? I am 26. Yeah, 26. And um, what, how, how tall are you? Um, five, five on a good day. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I get right away. How tall are you after that? <laughs> yeah, on a not a good day, five, four, and three fourths. Yeah, they measure me different a lot of times at different shows, so it's tough to really say. Yeah, so for people who are watching, I asked Terrence this is not just because of like sort of, uh, like I said, we sort of have the same structure in regards to the height and stuff, but because in classic physique, they're all about weight and height. So Terrence, you've got your little sort of constraint you gotta be in where you're totally growing out of that, you freaking beast. You are just <laughs> outgrowing that insane. What are you weighing right now? I am 195 pounds, so yeah. That's the heaviest you've been. Um, I technically was 198. Um, right before Matt passed, but uh, yeah, I didn't hold that for very long. Yeah, I, I didn't hold that weight very long at all. But yeah, 195 is pretty, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty damn close, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm about 20 pounds over my weight limit right now. Okay, all right, so everyone's gonna wanna know, are you prepping for anything right now? You know, what is it? It's July with all these COVID and everything, but you prepping for the Olympia? Um, I'm getting ready for it. Yeah, yeah. I just put on some weight. So yeah, I'm going to kind of maintain 195 um, for like another for a while, like another two months or so, just kind of maintain it this weight. Maybe get up to 200. I've never been 200 pounds. That'd be pretty cool to break into the twos. And then um, from there, uh, we'll start cutting now. So uh, in sep September, I believe, or uh, yeah, I'll start. I'll start prepping for the Olympia, um, nice. as in like cutting, cutting uh, down. Yeah. Are you gonna be working with um, with John still? Like yeah, I'm still working with John. Nice. Uh, John and Joe. Uh, John does all my nutrition and everything, and then uh, I train with Joe. Right now, I'm just training with Joe once a week, but I'm guessing um, when I get to that 16 week out point, I'll probably start training with him more frequently. Yeah. So for those who are sort of like listening and stuff, Terrence, Terrence got John Meadows on his corner. He's got Joe Bennett. And I think like the two combo, when I saw you work with them that I thought was really cool was that they both don't really have like BS. They're not fluffy. They're not like extra crazy, no crazy. Thing. <laughs> they're just really <laughs> basic things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely my, um, my type of people. So yeah, it's, it makes it a lot easier to work with them too. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It's, it's cool to watch you grow. It's, it's sick. All right. So now let's talk about this. So because of COVID, obviously, type of gyms and everything, I saw that you built your own little home gym. Mm -hmm. How was that? How was that? Was it, what was your? Um, now, it was cool. Looking back on it, I guess, like, with, with everything, I was talking to my buddy the other day about it. I was like, for Florida, I think gyms might have closed for a month total. Um, so I was like, retro, and you know, in hindsight, I probably didn't need to buy all the stuff I did, but I probably spent about five, four or five grand on everything. I bought a Smith machine, um, like a, a, a play loaded squat press. You said what? You got like a T bar, like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a chest supported T bar. And I had a um, seated leg curl machine. I think that's oh, and a lat pull down. So yeah, that's everything I had. And I pretty much get everything done with that. Yeah. Are you keeping those? Are you gonna plan to keep those when when everything's all said and done? Oh uh, man, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna probably sell it because uh, I was thinking because for a while because I, I eventually I do kind of probably want to have like my own gym, um, but. Uh, a lot of the equipment is some of the equipment I have isn't even commercial use, like the pull down mm. and the Smith machine. Um, so I couldn't put the, I couldn't even put that in the gym. So I was like, I might as well just sell everything because, um, like I said, it wasn't super expensive. I got all of it used, which is pretty cool. Um, like the most expensive piece was the squat, um, play loaded squat, uh, prep squat machine, 
and it was um, 1500 So that was probably the most expensive. Everything else was, you know, pretty fair in price. Um, I got the weights for like 80 cents a pound, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. Because I know a lot of people. Did they know you? Did they know you? Like, where you're like, they're like, oh, yo, it's rough. I'm, I'm going to make sure he gets it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. It's funny, man. Like, people talk about, like, it's just initiative, man. Like, people didn't, like, granted, like, where you're at, man, it's, it was a lot harder because uh, I even looked, I looked up there. Uh, but I, I looked on uh, Facebook, Facebook uh, Marketplace and eBay. That's where I got everything. Okay. And, um, yeah, I found really good deals on um, both. Sweet. All right, dude. So, aside from obviously competing, you do coaching and you do posing, right? So, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. That is your... What you would call it your bread and butter at the moment in regards to income? Yeah, coaching is pretty much the main the main thing I make my money from. Uh, I have about sixty five clients, I believe. Uh, last time I, I checked, uh, posing I do every now and again. Um, I don't like to do a ton of that anymore. Um, actually, in talks of hiring, uh, like a, an instructor though. Uh, one that I uh, so and he would um handle like a lot of more of the low like um of people wanting to do posing through me like I would kind of like I don't know certify him and he would uh handle a lot of that so um that's pretty cool I literally just got off the phone with him before before uh this call here yeah so that should be fun that should be finalized by hopefully next week nice yeah like yeah. uh it'd be like what would be a rough diesel posing certification well, it's pretty cool. It's pretty, I, I mean, I don't know. RDPC? <laughs> I guess eventually I could do something Great like that. But, but uh, it's more so like, so like my whole, like the brand of my posing is just called the Posing Academy. So like, he would just be like a teacher. Got you. Yeah. In the academy. So yeah. Um, and I eventually want, wanted to have some, he's mainly going to do classic physique, um, which makes sense because that's most of the people that come, come, uh, come to me anyway. But I would like to have at least, the next person I would like to be able to like be like a Mr. Z person to teach uh, mystery guys and possibly uh, eventually add in other categories too. You know, Do you have a lot of um, female clients or is it more predominantly male? It's predominantly male, man. Uh, my whole following, my like my uh, following is ninety three percent male and seven percent female. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So overwhelmingly overwhelmingly guys follow me and, and, and subscribe and everything like that all right cool um so i wanted to talk to you about is what is a big pet peeve of yours since you as a coach and you um did workshops and posing seminars and all that what is like a big pet peeve that you see people people do either on stage or in the gym Oh, cool. Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, as a coach, but, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, big pet peeve on stage, man, just not um, – just bad posing. Like, I don't expect them to be great, but, like, at least know the fundamentals of how to hit a pose. Um, and that just shows me they didn't actually take the time out to prepare for the contest properly. You know, they didn't um, – so there's that. Um, in the gym – I don't like people who don't know what they're doing trying to teach other people. So <laughs> that's that's the thing. I saw it the other day. There's some trainers in the gym, and I'm always so nervous, like he's gonna hurt one of his uh, clients. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm always super nervous about that. But do you ever? Yeah, that's problem too. Do you ever um, go? Are you that kind of guy that might go up to them? Because now, obviously, like people know who you are, so like they might be okay with you coming up and saying hey look this is not how you do it or can I show you something or are you are you still just let it be well in that situation since he's a trainer I don't think it'll be it's kind of tough to find the right time yeah to do that because one one that's his his job and I'm not gonna mess with his money you know that's kind of kind of messed up um and that's embarrassing no matter how you kind of come come at a person you know what i mean yeah uh so that's kind of difficult um and two like he's so far gone it wouldn't be like a one thing fix it would be like yo every single thing you need 
He literally it's really bad, man. Like he would literally need to change everything he does. Give us like an example of what, what would be like a really bad thing that he would be teaching making his clients go through. Oh man, it's just simple things like um just his setup for exercises and form. Just he doesn't know he doesn't know how to um properly set up people to perform an exercise. And they're like moving every they're doing like a, a bench press or something and their joints are all moving like all weird. Like when they're pressing it. You know. Um yeah, that's probably one of the biggest things. And then when people are asking questions on like something like they feel something in a certain place, you know, as a coach, nine times like nine times out of ten, if you actually, you know, like have any type of background in, in training people, you would know like a why they're feeling something in a weird place and how to adjust, how to adjust it. And he literally has no idea. His, his answer is like, I'll oh, just move around until it feels okay. And I'm like, I mean, what technically isn't wrong, but at that point, then why am I paying you if I got to yeah, figure it out myself? You know? I got you. Yeah, so. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 so. I feel you, I get it. I totally get it. Um, all right, the next thing I'm gonna ask you is, okay, so aside from obviously, you can quote unquote people say whether you I don't know if you agree or not, but you do have also this genetically freaky body in regards to your proportions, your insertions, and all that stuff. Um, but people arguably know you as one of the best posers, if not the best posers of all time. Okay. Right now, how do you feel about that? Like, I don't know, I think it, I don't know. I think it's cool, and um, honestly, I just try not to. <laughs> to think about it at all uh you know uh no nah, I, I know that my posing is good but i know there's there's other people who can pose really well too and uh you know um like that one guy i really like his name's pete hardwick he's a great poser um we just got different styles you know so um i don't know how i feel about this but i I don't really, I don't really, I've never really confronted it. Uh, but no, I definitely, I definitely can recognize that I'm a good poser and that that's something. That's something. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay. That's something that um, I want to uh, be known for. Yeah. But I kind of feel like I still got so much more to improve on. Um, and I, yeah, I definitely feel like that way. Um, I know a lot of people love the routine I did in 2018. Uh, that's probably what I'm best known for, the Toronto uh, yes. Survivor routine. Yes. Um, I have to see that live, which was. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm thinking, like, you know, that's one. I didn't get to pose at the Olympia that year. So I've only done two other routines since then. Uh, and I like both. I think, I think the two routines I did since then, just did since then are great. I just think I need like more, uh, um, more, more routines to be kind of considered one of the one of the best. Because I look at Lita Brada and Kai, and they have tons of good, good routines, you know. So, yeah, so but I'm still young, so I got I got like another, I don't know, five ten years to to add to that list. You'll be you'll be posing since until you're like ninety five until you're on your deathbed, dude. We all know that. <laughs> People are gonna come up to you like, Mr. 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 Ruffin, can you can you hit a back double for us? Can you show us the vacuum? Oh my goodness, nah, dude. I, <laughs> once I'm done with bodybuilding, I don't know, man. If if I can, I'll be. I'll probably be. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'll probably still go to like some of the bigger shows and stuff, man. But yeah. I'll be kind of traveling the world, enjoying my life, doing doing okay. stuff. Oh, for those who don't know about Terrence, uh, anybody who's watching. Terrence is an insane poser. Now, when in photography, well, like bodybuilding, Terrence knows exactly how to freaking showcase his strengths. And people that doesn't have much weak points to minimize our height. <laughs> it's, like it's like watching someone dance when Terrence um, poses. Like, this is this is no like trying to like suck up or anything like you're everybody knows this everybody knows you're good so and you brought it up was Kai and me and you talked about this we've talked about this all the time and Kai literally was one of those guys that had a big influence on you mm -hmm. I remember 
what was that your 2014? Was this 2014? The one that you did the almost like a Dirty Diana dance sort of posing routine? I don't know. I know. Uh, no, I've never the done any trunk. like. So what? Yeah, the red trunks on. So yeah, one of those routines. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the red trunks was the last show I did. It was 2014. I was also 2014. I did the song I did at that show. It um, was a uh, a Chris Calico song. I forget the I forget the the um, name of the song now. Yeah, I forget. I don't remember. I think it. I think it may be like um, twisted or something like. I can't remember now. But it was yeah yeah. It's a Chris Calico song. I, like, I, um, yeah. I was gonna say for people who watched it, like you tried to hit some of those like those Kai Green hits and like the the movements, the the flex mm -hmm. and pops and locks. And I think a big thing that makes your posing routines look so cool and they are so flow so well is you're also, your song choices are great. You're not choosing what's sort of like maybe mainstream at the moment or hitting <laughs> clubs. You yeah. are, you're finding like the mixes and like you're getting really artistic and into it. And I think that what, that's what makes you so different in regards to your posing stuff. Yeah, man, song choice is like very, very important, man. Yeah, I remember you. I think on your social you posted, uh, you did one with William Singh, like one of his songs. I'm, yeah, I like William Singh. Yeah, he's I awesome. Had really good songs. So, like, when I saw you, like, yo, dude, sick. <laughs> All right, yeah, I was just listening to him the other day. Oh, sweet. Um, next thing I want to talk to you about is posing in Korea. You sort of brought it up too. How insane was that? So, for those who don't know, um, you were guest posing or doing a seminar over in Monster Gym in Korea and mm -hmm. you posed in what was that center the square oh yeah yeah that one okay because I did a couple different routines yeah that one was cool that one was um literally um in the what would you call that area like the govern the this, I guess it may be this the city center. That's because that's where the embassies were and stuff okay. like that. All were in that area. Um, it was a really cool spot because on the left side of me was one embassy, on the right side was like another embassy. Behind me was like the old, um, like I don't. I guess they preserve like some of the older buildings. I'm not sure what they call it, but um, dude, yeah, that was awesome, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so cool. me and my friend uh, Phil Choi. He, um, he, he's a uh, Korean, but he lives in uh, New Jersey. He kind of traveled back and forth. Uh, yeah, we just kind of, I actually didn't post to the song he, um, that everyone sees. I post to a different song. Okay. I think I post to, uh, I don't know what I post to at the time, but I post to a different song and he put that song over it. And I still, I still love it. It still, it still matched it's up pretty so good. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's like, cause it almost looks like they cleared the the whole like, <laughs> the square for you. Like you're dead center. There's like no yeah. around you, but they're all in the background, and then you're just posing in the middle <laughs> of Korea. Dude. I'm surprised more people didn't come up to me while I was doing that. Yeah, like um, after we finished, we were nervous too, man, because we thought like you know being in that area that you know the cops because there's cops all around that they yeah. say something, but. They were all chill, man. Like, one of them came up after I was done and got a photo with me. It was fine. Nice. Nice. Sweet. All right. So, I'm going to get you, just like how we did with Eat Good, we're going to go into a little uh, sort of rapid-fire uh, questionnaire. I'm calling this reps and sets because you're into the fitness game. So, we're going to go okay. reps and sets, all right? Dumbbells or bars? Dumbbells. Go to cheat meal. Bergen fries. Best era, 80s, 90s, or current? 90s. What, would you rather do one hour of steady state cardio or 15 minutes of hit? 15 minutes of hit. <laughs> That's that Matt Porter oh, stuff. That's still, both of those were shitty. I'm shitty. <laughs> do you rather do big body, big upper body with no legs or legs with no upper body? It's less to know everybody. That's what I started with. Yeah. Let's just right. stay there. All right. Last one. Chris or Breon? Uh, Chris. I say Chris. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was trying to throw some fire into there. That was tough. Yeah. I, I, I knew you weren't going to say yourself, but I was like, ah, maybe I'll try it. We'll see. 
We'll see. I like that, yeah. They're both awesome, but yeah, I like that question. Yeah, they're all awesome. People right. probably think like I chose it for a certain reason, but like I kind of, in my head going through it, I kind of thought of like everything, like the whole person concept, not just like the physiques or anything like that. Yeah. Got you. All right, I guess pulling into that, who is somebody aside from Chris Breon yourself? Do you see as this the next up and coming? The guy who's like everybody should be watching for. Oh, cool. Yeah, definitely. There's a guy, he's competing in Tampa Pro. Uh, shoot, I'm bad with names because he's, like I say, he's newer. I think this will be his pro debut. But uh, his name's either Deontay or Deontre Campbell. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks awesome, man. Um, no no, uh, no weaknesses, no no weaknesses anywhere, man. Yeah, he's, I don't, I don't know who's doing the Tampa Pro, but I don't think he's going to lose, I can tell you that much. Um, it's funny that not many people are talking about him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm all. But it's the same all the time. It's very rare that a person um, that has gone PD yet gets a whole bunch of publicity. Uh, but no, nah, I always see it, man. Whether it was him, when it was when it was Keon, I, I I I like I'm like a fan of the sport, so I pay attention to a lot of the newer guys coming up. Yes, sir. And, um, yeah, he's definitely gonna do very very well. Crazy. Cool. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm gonna go check him out too. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make sure I see, because like you said, a lot of times, unless like the bigger uh, accounts or media outlets showcase somebody, they're really they as how as amazing that they can be. Mm-hmm. They don't know them until they hit that you know win a show or something. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're definitely right. Yeah. You're All right. right. So let's get into now live great. So live great is all things about myself is about life, lifestyle. Um, so for you right now, you've gone to this point where you were Air Force vet, you're in the Air Force Army, you left there. And then now you've sort of got into your career and you've built this brand and name of Rough Diesel, you know, Terrence Ruffin, competitor, coach, posing, seminars, um, clothing line, all of that. How how crazy has that been? Like, has that been something that you thought you would get into, or was that something that you just now have bought into and you've sort of harnessed and taken taken it over? <laughs> yeah, man, I had no idea I was gonna be a bodybuilder. I mean, I didn't start bodybuilding until I was uh, eighteen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no, it wasn't something I, I kind of knew all along. Um, and even then, like, I didn't know my first, um, yeah, I honestly thought it would take a lot longer to get to where I am. Uh, yeah, I thought it would take me, but not longer. I thought it, I didn't take, I don't know so much longer, but I thought I would have to have more muscle in a sense. So I guess longer in that sense. Yeah. Um, but. No, I never really, um, I, I just, I'm such a go with the flow type of guy. True. You know, I found, you know, the thing that I'm good at, you know, I'm blessed to, blessed to be able to say that, you know, some people, it, it takes them a lot longer to find something that they're meant to do. Um, so I found what I'm good at and, and I've just been um, working hard to get to, to um, develop those skills and get, get even better. Um, because, you know, even though like, I'm, I, you know, I got a certain degree of, um born talent to do bodybuilding so does every other guy that's you know competing in the pro league so um yeah 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 so there's that but then also with the business side of it um yeah i just <laughs> i work best under pressure so yeah definitely uh once i got in the military i was like oh shit i need money so um definitely that's that's the biggest that's one of the biggest drivers right there yeah not to be like homeless so <laughs> so yeah yeah and um, now that I'm in a com- I'm finally in a comfortable situation um now I'm just trying to figure out how to grow things and make things even better uh, yeah let's talk about your clothing line tribe aesthetics or tribe athletics right mm-hmm. how's that going for those who don't know Terrence he's got a clothing line um how how's that been like every sort of Every, um, I guess, bigger name individual or anybody that has that starts having a brand has merch, has 
as some sort of thing. You mm -hmm. love your clothing. And you've always been very cool in regards to your clothing because, A, they always look good on you. You've got, a, you've got the physique cool, But you also have some really cool, like, designs. You're not, like, you know, not the usual stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't want anything that, like, that dealt with the barbell or anything. I drew, to be honest with you, I drew a lot of inspiration from uh, dart sports style. I like this stuff. Um, so I, I kind of, you know, I kind of wanted to model things a little bit after them. But also, you know, I definitely wanted my own thing, too. Um, and I, I have a mentor and a friend. She actually lives up in Toronto, um, Helen. She She's not in the fitness industry. She's uh, done amazing things in the tech world, though. Uh, very, very popular there. And um, I always bounce off ideas, you know, with her and things. And even another lady from um, from Canada, my ex, um, she helped me. I, you know, she helped me build build the clothing line. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, Aisha, she definitely uh, played a big role in that as well. So you know, those those two people helped me quite a bit with with growing this. So I, the whole, which is funny, because the whole like meaning behind the clothing line was like any great thing that a person does, they never do it alone. So mm -hmm. I would be like a hypocrite to say like, oh yeah, I built I built the clothing line by myself. Yeah. You know, I didn't and then people say that all the time, but nine times out of ten, man, it's very rare that I've ever seen someone actually do something completely on their own, you know? Yeah. Whether it's some other person that taught them how to do something, some other person that, you know, helped them out, you know, financially, emotionally, mentally, to get to, to a certain point. It's very rare that I've ever met someone that actually did something gotcha. completely on their own. So that's kind of like the meaning behind it, man. There's always a, a tribe of people out there that, that'll help you get to something. Crazy. Cool. Um, all right. Next thing about, about people I want to know about your life is you are an anime superhero fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, know yeah. That. people don't know that about you. So let's, let's talk about that. What's like, what's your favorite superhero? That's tough, man. Um, I don't know, man. I like a lot of different ones. I mean, some of the superheroes I like are kind of generic, like Superman, the Hulk. But I know a little bit more about them because people don't like Superman because they say, ah, oh, he's really um, generic. But if they actually knew his story, like, he's not, he's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, the Hulk has some pretty cool um, arcs, like uh, World War Hulk, uh, Mastro. Um, but besides that, this is a really cool one that he was in a movie, but very, very short. And his name's uh, Darwin. Okay. And his superpower is he should be. His superpower is he can, uh, his body can uh, survive anything. So, like, if you throw him in water, he grows gills. Um, if you, if he gets punched really hard, then his skin hardens. You know, different stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Okay. That's, that's sick. What about anime? We talked anime. about anime. You're, you're into anime. You, you told me to watch, what was that? What's that food anime that you wanted me to watch? Is it Food Wars? I don't know. Um, I don't really watch Food Anime all that much. There is one, though. I, I, I think it's like Food Wars or something. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> my favorite one, my favorite one is Naruto, without a doubt. Um, literally, uh, still watching it. I'm ready. They got um, the sequel now, which is Boruto, which is the sign, um, which is cool. I like it. Kind of wish they would have like did more with Naruto, like an another um, show about him being an adult before before the kid came around. But it is what it is. Um, besides that, My Hero Academia. That was uh, some ones uh, that aren't super mainstream would be like Kogias, uh, shoot Berserk, Berserk. Uh, and yeah, those are those are two really good ones I can think of. Oh, Hunter X Hunter. Yeah, those, those are some of the ones I really like. Okay, true. Um, now we're talking about that. So, what would be your superpower if you had one, dude? One. None of this, like, my superpower would be to have more superpowers or like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so me and my friend was talking about this the other day, and they said, What would your power be based on your personality? And um mine would be <laughs> literally i did a, like i did a little test on it too like so hunter x hunter um that show is pretty they actually talk about that like um what powers are, and then how your powers are based on your personality and mine i think would be i'm like simpler like i'm not super like i'm like 
this is the answer. This is how. This is point A, point B. This is how you do it. No, no overthinking or anything. So I'm real. So, um, what it said in mind would be was like um, just like a strength based superpower. So either be super strong or super like durable, like Luke Cage or something like that. So that would be my or like Colossus, one of those three guys: Colossus, Hulk, uh, or what's the other guy, Luke Cage. Yeah, Cage is good. That's a good. That's a good battle. That's not what I would, that's like based on my personality wise, yeah, that's how it would be. But I like Darwin's power, like I said before. Mm, yeah. true, true. All right, I'm going to ask you now another thing is sort of about life is you can, you can get into it as much as you want or as not, or you can like pass on this, but what's a bucket list item for you, dude? What's something on your bucket list? Doesn't have, it could be anything, but in, in life, like at the end of the day, you're like, I want to get this done before I say bye. I have no bucket list items just yet. I have goals. Okay. But like, I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, like, I have goals. And I figure, like, for some people, they might be, like, huge goals. But, um, like, I'm trying to think of anything bucket list-wise. Because, I mean, like, I've done a lot. I feel like I've done a lot of things. I haven't done a lot of things, but I have done a lot of more than a lot of people, I'd say. Like, I've traveled around the world. I've... Uh, you know, swimming with dolphins. Um, I mean, I can't really think of anything bucket listy. Like, I mean, something like I feel like a bucket list thing has to be something fucking huge. Like maybe going into space. Okay. Yeah, that might be. All, and I don't really want to go to space. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> you want to go to space? You know what's crazy? Like I love space movies. I like that's literally my favorite type of genre. Like movie wise, it's all the like Interstellar. Um, What's the new one? The um, shoot, Cloverfield. All those movies are great. Yeah. Um, Mar Martian, but yeah, uh, but nah. Like I think about going to space. And I'm like, that sounds awful. <laughs> I think I think if they like commercialize it, like they have in some of the movies, like that, like it's in the future. Then maybe, yeah. uh, maybe when Elon Musk gets all the bugs out of um, commercial flight, that'll be something I would love to do. Um, that's kind of like futuristic talk, but. But yeah, that'll probably be my bucket list item. Cause I mean, there's things I want to do. Like I want to pose in a music video, but I don't. I feel like that's gonna happen within the next, you know, three years. Um, I want to do. I want to make a million dollars, and I feel like that'll happen in the next, you know, within the next decade. So, you know, if you did an um, OnlyFans, it would happen in the next two hours. Like. <laughs> So no, I don't. I can't really think of anything bucket listy, man. Like, my <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of it. What if you? What's your bucket list uh, thing? And maybe I can um, one of the things that I always wanted. It's really, it's really funny, but I always wanted to be like on a big stage. Okay. In front of like a big crowd. You know, like when you watch. Uh, events or you watch documentaries of like a rapper or like a DJ or or mm -hmm. whether it's like Tony Robbins or Gary Vee or any of those guys they're on the stage and like they mm -hmm. it's for me it's this one view of me looking out and just like a sea of people that okay. are there for you or they okay. something about you that they want to be there to hear you or listen to you or whatever it is and I just want to be there and just jam out that'd be so cool like that's <laughs> awesome man yeah, but that's, that's something I look at. I see myself on the stage with whoever I'm with on the stage and just a bunch of people. I just, like, had this weird thought of, like, this weird, like, mash of different, like, artistries and, like, like you're on stage, like, cooking and then you got, like, a fucking DJ, like, Dan Mouse, like, fucking playing music and, and you're, like, jamming out, cutting up food. Dude, I Flying the food out to the crowd and then like eating it. That'd be awesome, man. Any 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 person that would like to ask me to do that, I am more than happy. On like um on my TikTok. Are you on TikTok? I am not, but I I, I am, but I haven't I don't really look at okay. it. Yeah. Like so so for me on my TikTok, some of the things I do is I, I cut to beats. Mm -hmm. Oh that's cool. Songs and I'll, I'll cut to the beat and like that's been something cool because, like, I get to sort of find and hear and figure out all these cool songs that are coming out. 
And for me, I get to try to cuck for that. That'd be cool. Like a, like a Dude, right. Honestly, man, like there's so many, like things are blending so much now, as you can see, like with music, you know, there's not like people, it's so hard to categorize artists anymore half the time. You know, I like, like one of my favorite artists is Tory Lanez, whether is he a rapper or is he an R&B singer? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, like, even the things, like, everyone, they're blending everything, man. You think about, um, dude, I, you literally could probably do something really cool, like, have, like, a, a some type of event, and Toronto would definitely be the place for it, where you could have, like, it would be, like, almost like a party, like, literally, like I said, but on a small, it wouldn't be quite on the scale, but, like, yeah, I have a fucking DJ, and you're cutting, and then it's, like, something, like, an experience, like, a eating experience slash you know music experience and it's like a it's a really cool i will go to that event you know it's all uh, because you touch on that it's real quick i'll just touch real quick on here it's because it's not about me on this one but you but um all right there's a there's a there's a I've, I've had this project in my mind that touches on that that's based on food and music food and music um but we're working on it. we're working on it and it's just been a little hard because of quarantine like yeah on industries hit hard it hit hard. Yeah. Anyways, we can talk about that next time. I want to get into now this this now it's the live good side of this rapid fire. I'm calling this YOLO, right? So you only live once. So these are questions you're gonna have to choose. You only live once on them. Super Saiyan or Superman? Superman. Marvel or Capcom? Marvel. Win the Olympia once or be the greatest of all time proposing? <laughs> greatest of all time Propose it. Okay. <laughs> this guy wants the title that's fucking awesome. all right live anywhere in the world shit um dude i don't know i, I really want to go to seoul right now i've been wanting to go there yeah okay all right sweet all right so now i'm going to take you on and we're going to go into a little segment here i'm going to share my screen where I'm calling it, so it's called social hour. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna sort of dig dive into your socials. Your I tried to look at your TikTok, your TikTok didn't have too many things. So we're, yeah. gonna go into, we're gonna go into your gram. We're gonna dig up some questions here and um, we'll just get a, you know, the, look, the nitty gritty behind some of these, these posts, cool? All right. <laughs> All right. All right, let's set this guy up. Can you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. All yeah. right, Terrence, what's up with this? What's up, Black Panther? <laughs> yeah, man, so this is back when I was living in Maryland. I only lived there for a year, um, Odenton area. And uh, this local photographer, this is right before the movie came out, the photographer hit me up and said, hey, man, I like your physique. I wanted to uh, see if you wanted to shoot with me. And um, I've never done anything like this before, so, but I'm always open to experiences. So I was like, yeah, let's let's do it. So like I came in and um, they had this woman who was on, what's that, the, she was on TV for like the painting, like the body painting show, I forget what it's called. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about, but I never watched it, but okay. Yeah, 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 I think it was on sci-fi maybe. Okay. And um, that took that took quite a bit of time, but it, it came out awesome. Like the funny thing is she didn't do my back, so my whole back is just, just normal. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was just, so did you accentuate any of the any of the striations and the, the muscle? I don't, think, I don't think she did. I don't think she. I don't think she was that that advanced to do. Okay. But I don't think so. How long? How long uh, did it take her? You said what? How long did it take her? Shoot, it took a while. I feel like maybe. It would, well, I guess sometimes I hear the people like that do it in movies, so it didn't take that long. It took maybe like an hour and a half, mm. I think, an hour and a half to take to do everything. And she had to do like several of us, okay. so we were there like all day. And um, <laughs> so like it was, um, it was me, and then there was like I think like three or four ladies, and they were all nude. And I was just like, this is it was different for me. It was a whole new experience, and like I didn't, I was trying to figure out how to pose. I didn't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> was definitely not my. I figured that's where I learned because people make fun of models sometimes, but like I'm like, yo, that's actually a skill 
Yeah. Because you have to develop, like, knowing how to move your body into certain positions and how to look at the camera. I was like, that's, that's difficult. It's like posing. Mm-hmm. It is. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Did, uh, did Chadwick, did he reply? Did he, like, did he see this? Nah. Dude, nah. Okay. That was yeah. Yeah. back on this. He needs to. <laughs> Maybe I could be his, um, his body. I couldn't be his body double. Like, he would look, like, ten times bigger in, like, his fight scenes. And then, like, <laughs> he would shrink down. But yeah, he didn't reply. Uh, all right. Okay. Next one we are going to go is. All right, dude. Oh, that was fun, man. This was, um, I went to Curacao, the home of uh, Roly Winkler, the Winkler brothers. And um, I was just hanging out at the beach, man. And, um, these kids saw me and I was like, why not? Uh, I just, I, I picked those two up and then like another kid, he's a little bit heavier. <laughs> and he wanted me to pick up two. So I don't know where that photo is, but it's a picture of me picking up all three of them at the same time. Where'd you put and, the uh, third guy? You say what? Where, where was the third guy? Like, I think he was on like, I like, he was on like on my neck. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, I had a great time over there, man. I'm, I still talk to the guys that, that showed me around nice. uh, when I was there. And uh, yeah, it was really, really fun, man. I did like an ATV tour while I was there. I went to the beach. It's, I want to go back, man, but it's really expensive to get to that island. Um, for what I guess because it's a small airport, so not a lot of people, you know, go back and forth. So it's expensive. But dude, I had a great time. It's very diverse there, too. Um, so you got like, it's like a, a blend of like African and I think it used to be owned by some European country, like uh, Norway, I think. And then there's a lot of Asians there. So it's a really blended, a blended area. Gotcha, gotcha. It looks cool, looks cool. It looks so tropical. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, definitely tropical. It's an island. It's right above um, South America. Okay, sweet. All right, next one, dude. This one. Uh, yeah, so that's the picture I took when I got out the last day in the Air Force. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, do not miss the Air Force, but I, I do appreciate the time I, did, I had in there. Yeah. And you were there for how long? I did six years. Six years in the midst. So 17 to, um, I, um, I don't know how old I was, uh, but 2011 to 2017. And like I, I was going when I was looking for some of these photos. There was a, there was one of those photos where you're just getting into the Air Force. You're super scrawny. You're like a small. Oh yeah, yeah. Air Force. <laughs> Look at this freaking back. Look at this thing. <laughs> those uniforms actually are already made to make like the soldiers look bigger. And then like when you're actually big, they make you look bigger. Or <laughs> and I think I have to, I had to get a lot of my stuff tailored too. Like a lot of my uniforms had to be like fitted. Uh, I had to get it, which was expensive. Yeah. Because they were just too small? Or? They're just the, the, the shape was weird. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I uh, would, a lot of, some, sometimes I would buy new uniforms. I didn't buy them too often, but a lot of times they got this area where you can just get used once for free on base, and I would just have to pay to get those tailored. Got you. All right. Yeah. Last one, dude. Last one, my man. This one. Oh yeah, that's a cereal one. Yeah, cereal. So for me, I, I chose this one because like we don't get any of this stuff here in in Canada. Like we don't get <laughs> to have all these crazy things. So yeah, all this, I was like, I need to know which one was the best one here. On this one, uh, stuff. I would probably say the. I know a lot of the one. The, what I would normally do. With all of these, I would actually mix that Oops All Berries and the cotton candy one together. So that's what I would do quite a bit. Um, I think the most interesting one was for sure the Sour Patch Kids. How was that one? It was good for short periods of time. Like, Just yeah. like too, too sweet and sour? <laughs> it was different, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say, like, I, I got – it wasn't bad. Some people hated it, I saw, like, but – um no i thought it was good i just couldn't eat a, a whole lot of it in a sitting you know what i mean 
you, yeah. you know, the funny thing is like, because I'm not a sweet tooth dude. So like out of all these, I'm like, yo, these are going to taste so sweet and like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh no. I actually would go for literally whatever that Korean Cheerio looking like one. It's pretty much just Cheerio. Yeah, it's pretty much, but like, it's a little different. Like, it's not quite Cheerios. They're not like completely like around O shape. Okay. They're kind of like, they're kind of like um, shaped like this all around. Mm. So it's a little different, but um, no, they were good. They were good. And like, I got that um, some uh, Korean. His name's Eric. Eric sent that to me. He um, used to be with this company called uh, Trophy Hunters in Korea. And um, he knew I liked cereal. So with the package they gave me for the clothes, he just threw that in the in the, um, the thing with it, which was pretty cool. And the drumstick one, too. The drumstick one looks pretty, pretty badass. That was cool. I think that's the they have They have two different kinds. Um, I think that may be the mint one. I can't tell. But um, no, nah, that was the drumstick one was cool, too. I actually never ate the the Halloween one. I like I just moved like a month ago and I threw that one away. <laughs> I never ate the fruit loop Halloween one. I don't know. I just I just I just kept getting more cereal and, and I kept putting that one off and then it went bad. So yeah. Mm, all right. Yeah. All right, my man. Those are some some memories. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. That's cool. All right. Well, that's sort of it, man. I mean, I want to now just. The stage is yours. You take the stage, whether it's on Arnold's, your, your posing routines, whether it's the Olympia or stuff. But right now on Serving It Up podcast, the stage is yours. Feel free to say, tell anybody and viewers whatever you want to Okay, yeah, 100%, man. I had, a, I had a good time. Awesome, awesome. Is there any, any like, any, what's your, what's your uh, are you still taking coaching? Um, what's the handles for, you know, tribe, et cetera. Oh, okay. 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 Well, um, I am taking a couple clients here and there, uh, roughdiesel.com. You can, you can, um, check out my coaching or whatever else I have, uh, pre-made programs too. If the coaching is a little bit too expensive, uh, then you can get some pre-made stuff, which I think is still fantastic stuff. Um, let's see. Let's see what else. Um, clothing line, tribeaesthetics.com. And uh, shout out to my sponsors, you know, Steel Supplements. Yeah. Um, definitely really happy with them. Um, I just had a talk with the owner the other day. He's a bodybuilder like me, man, just a, a normal dude. Paul. Um, not Paul. Paul is a younger brother. Jason, yeah, Jason also, yeah. He's insane. He's a bear. They're both Dude, he's bears. <laughs> My goodness. Jason slimmed down quite a bit, man. But nah, you know, dude, like I signed like it's crazy because when I signed up with them uh um mid about a a little um, it'll be almost a year now. Um but when I signed I signed up with them, you know, I signed with them because I, I like their morals, I like their values, but you know, I've been with them a year now, man, and like it's been awesome, man. Like I like I had a talk with him the other day. And um, we were ne renegotiating our contract and everything. And they were like, I'm so happy uh, with, with him being in charge. And um, because, dude, like, it's like, I, like, so, like, I can't get into details, but, like, yeah. I, um, with the new contract, I asked for something. And he was like, no, nah, fuck that. Give him more. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> and he didn't have to do that. He could have, like, any other business would have been like, that's, okay, let's just give him what he asked for and that and that, nothing more. But nice. he, um, him being, you know, a good, I guess a good person and also a former body, a retired bodybuilder, he was like, nah, this, you know. So that was, dude, that was awesome. I remember when I first met him or, like, so first heard of him was actually mm -hmm. yes from, like, bodybuilding or stuff like that. Was from his steak cooking videos. Because I was like a big, brutally Asian dude that's <laughs> but like trains without socks, without shoes, and then has his beard, and he's just like eating raw steaks and like cutting steaks. I'm like, okay, cool. You know what? I like you. I dig it. I dig it. And I yeah, he's like, cool, man. Yeah, for sure. He, he loves sure, it. Man. He loves his steaks, so that's cool. All right, what, what, other, uh, what, other, what other sponsors you got? Shout them out. Oh man, I'm uh, I'm probably like I wasn't ready for this. Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to Tough Tough Raps. That's a new sponsor of mine. 
Um, they got pretty cool like uh, wrist wraps. I like them because they don't have like that weird thumb loop anymore. Mm. Is um, they just wrap around, which is pretty. They got like this cool like system. I don't know how to explain it, but like this system <laughs> that that's involved. And the cool thing is, man, like both those companies are here in Florida, so like nice. Jason Jason lives in Sarasota, which is like forty five minutes away, and um, Tough Wraps they're a little bit further right now, but they they're looking at a facility in Tampa. So they're going to be like, literally like, you know, driving like distance pretty, pretty soon for me. Um, so it's really in there. Both of them are family owned businesses too, man. So I just, I've always been with family owned businesses, whether it was, you know, with Matt MPA, that was family owned business. And dude, it's just, I just, I just like that, 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 uh, that feeling, man, because a lot of times, um, uh, the big companies, they don't care as much, and um, the morals are a little bit different. And uh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't sit by if they're doing something weird or shady. So um, no, I man, I'm really happy with with those two guys. I don't think I have anything else um, to promote. Kind of thing. I got. Yeah, I don't really have anything. All good. All right. Yeah. I won't keep you too long. It's been amazing. Hope you guys hope you had a good time. Thanks for joining me, man. No problem, man. Thanks for having me on the first, the first one. First episode for sure. It's gonna be historic. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait to have you probably on another episode. We'll get a little more deep dive into some other cool stuff. Talk about more everything like that. But um, until then, stay safe, dude. All right. You too, man. All right. Take care. <laughs>